There is a dark place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. There is a dark place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. I'm Dad. And this is Or Learn Parkour, a podcast about ADHD done by this episode, one person who has ADHD and two wonderful people who have put up with me for the last 26 years. I'm very excited to have on the show today, my mom and dad. Thank you for being here. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Glad to be here, sweetheart. Yes. Thank you for having us. Of course. Of course. So... I wanted to have you on the show to get the outsider perspective, parent perspective of what it's like to have a kid with ADHD. There's a lot of resources out there for if your child gets diagnosed young, if you have a hyperactive young boy, a lot of the parent resources are sort of geared towards that experience. But given that I was diagnosed when I was 25, I think I'm so old, Um, later in life, that is 24, was it 24? Okay, thank you. I'm I'm glad someone can keep track of that because I can't anymore. Um, (laughs) Given that I was diagnosed later, I wanted to hear from you what it was like to deal with that as a kid. Did you ever notice anything? Were you surprised when I told you that I had ADHD? What was that experience like for you guys? Um, Yeah, we were both definitely surprised. And then in looking back, I, I could say where it wasn't probably severe. We kind of can look back and say, oh, yeah, I can see that, you know, where maybe there are some concentration issues that maybe we construed as interest issues. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's not interested in, you know, doing that and she's not paying attention. Or So looking back, we can yeah, definitely see where there was you know, attention deficit, but nothing that we ever thought was, was severe uh, mm-hmm. or was ever brought to our attention. But in looking back and saying, OK, well, maybe that was attention deficit not just lack of interest in what was before at the time. That was a very succinct answer. Thank you, dad. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) Do what I can. It's like you've been practicing. (laughs) Actually, no, that was straight off the cuff. (laughs) Right off the dome. Uh, Yeah, off the dome. Look at you go. How on earth am I the person in the family who has a podcast? Mom, does that sound like your experience? What did you think? Um, Yeah, that's exactly it. So, a little bit surprised, but then, yeah, there were a few things like doing your homework, things that nobody wants to be interested Cleaning in. Cleaning your room. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but finding out later, I, you know, I guess we managed somehow to deal with it fairly well all those years. And, you know, you're finding relief in doing what you're doing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely thankful that you did recognize that there, you know, even as a parent, you're still an outsider to a certain Mm. extent, you know, your children. Well, we had a close relationship our you know, your entire life that we're, and we're thankful for that, but we're not inside your head. Mm -hmm. And so there, I I could certainly see where you had concerns that we didn't notice or discern, but we're definitely thankful that, you know, you found treatment for it and it seems to be helping. And we definitely have noticed a difference in personality that has been positive in you. I mean, there was, we didn't see any deficits. Mm -hmm. 
ever, except maybe, you know, not cleaning your room. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me how you really feel, Dad. How did... <laughs> but, uh, you know, actually, we didn't even, it, we came to realize that that was your comfort zone, that you, although when you did clean it, you did a spectacular job, mm-hmm. we did come to realize that that was just, that's how you were more comfortable. And we were okay with that, too. So. Oh, well, thank you. I do, I do want to tell you, though, I did make my bed today. Wow. Oh, look at that. Right? Look at that. So, old dogs can learn new tricks. They're just the your, one, though. I'm not showing you the rest of my room. Guess, yeah. <laughs> your uh, MO as a child was all the blankets on the bed. Every the blanket that you could get your hands on. Your blankets, my blankets, Ross's blankets, any blankets. All on your bed. And you'd make this great big nest, like, mm-hmm. thing. And be in the middle and underneath all the blankets. That's the correct way to sleep in a bed. I don't know what are you trying to say. Pillows and yeah, yeah. Yeah. I only have seven pillows on my bed right now. So see, you've come so far, girl. (laughs) You really have. And how many blankets? Right now, only two actually, but that's because it's stupid, stupid hot. Stupid. It's not even in Chicago right now. It is seventy-three degrees, ninety percent humidity. Ew. Oh, it's a bad time. But when we had blessed, blessed air conditioning. Yeah, of course. I would have had an appropriate number of blankets on my bed. (laughs) (laughs) But so aside from, sorry, what was it, dad, that you said I had a problem with? I don't think I caught that. You know, I can't really remember. It It seems like uh, um... cleaning your room. Oh, right, 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 right. Sorry. Aside from cleaning my room, were there any particular habits or even like moments that you thought of and like had new clarity on or went, oh, that explains it? You know, I think being as that we're similar personalities, I would not be surprised if I went down and got tested that I would also test positive for ADHD because, mm-hmm. you know, my mind is always tended to wonder. wonder. Yeah. Can't focus. Probably both wonder and so, wonder. Yeah. So, so for me in your life, I just saw it as being a kid and, and being my kid in that I knew that I had a wandering mind that, oh, well, yeah, because I'm, I was the same way as a kid and the same yeah. way as a young adult. So, <laughs> you know, if, if you don't know that you have a diagnosable condition and that's just the way you are, and then your kid is the same way, you don't know any different. Right. That makes sense. I try to make sense. That's, you know, that's <laughs> the best we can do. What about yeah, you, Yeah, because, you know, you were active, inquisitive, um, very intelligent, very intelligent from the get go. You know, you definitely were always going, doing, learning, reading, exploring, adventurous, all those things. And, and it was great. I mean, (laughs) did we ever think, oh gosh, you know, can we not do another project or another play or another whatever right now? Because, you know, from the age of four, when was, was it four when we had the wedding, when we were camping that we all had to play along in the, the The one that Lexi did. Yeah. Yeah. That was in the house on Adams and Barth. Okay. No, this is the one when we were camping. There was another one. There was another wedding. Yeah. And you're like, everyone just stop talking. <laughs> Tomorrow, oh, Jason and I are going to be married. That wedding. That wedding. Yeah. Jason so, and I will, will marry. Will marry. I believe was the verbatim yeah. uh, proclamation. Yeah. From four-year-old me. <laughs> from, yes. yes. 
So there were many moments where it was like, okay, everybody drop what you're doing. We're playing spaceship or we're getting <laughs> married or we're, you know, you're the teacher and I'm the kid or I'm the, the you're the kid and I'm the teacher or whatever. So <laughs> there were um, lots of those fun times. And yeah, I guess we just didn't know anything different. We rolled with it. We thought it was fun. <laughs> you did marvelously. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know any different. So to me, it was just normal. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm I'm glad that it wasn't too awful exhausting for you, I guess. Yeah, no, you were active, but, you know, kids are active. And I don't think that, you know, your condition as a child, it certainly wasn't debilitating mm-hmm. that we could see. You were in, obviously, you were in the gifted classes at school. Um, you excelled in your, you know, drama and, and music. So, you know, it wasn't something that was debilitating up to that point in your life. You know, everything mm-hmm. that you wanted, I think, to accomplish, you, you were able to get to. While you might have struggles that we didn't recognize, they, you know, certainly wasn't debilitating to the naked eye, so to say, you know. Yeah. The main thing that I remember struggling with in school was math class. That's- in middle school. Yeah. And middle and high school. I mean, do you remember when I had to sit in the counselor's office and skip class every day so that they would take me out of a pre-calculus credit I didn't need? Yeah. Yeah. Middle school and high school. Yeah. That's where maybe it kicked in. I guess little kids are busy and that's kind of how little kids learn is exploring and being Mm -hmm. wild. In in middle school and high school, then they they want you to sit in class and do what you're told. (laughs) You have to sit so much. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> so you have that fancy bouncy ball ergonomic chair upstairs, don't you? Yeah, I do. I you know that, all day. that heart keychain that I got you? Yes. That's from a fidget toy store. Oh, nice. So when I came home and you were like, this is so fun. I love playing with it during meetings. I was like, ha ha. I also love playing with all the stuff I bought myself from that website during meetings because they're fidget toys. Nice. You need to send me the link. I need to load up. Oh, I will. I'll I'll shoot it to you. And for everyone listening, I'll I'll put that on the Twitter. We don't get money from them, but fidget toy shop, call us. Have your people call our people. We would love that. We have people? You know, they have. You have people. I have people, but I am the people that I have. Yeah. I just have have three separate email addresses. I can be your people. They're, oh, they awesome. have a new fidget toy that I think what? you would love. I'm dying to go buy one, but it's ridiculous. So it's like a shape of something, a heart, a dinosaur, a square, or whatever. And it's got these little plastic bubbly things that like you push on and then it, you know, it pokes out the other side. And oh. so you can put them all out one way and then you can go back and poke them all out the other way on and on and on. I think instead of matching family tattoos, we should have matching family pop fidgets. Yeah. I think so too. Okay. Christmas. All right. We're doing it. <laughs> Amazing. Those sound, I think I've seen those before. They look really fun. Don't they? Yeah. <clears throat> I almost couldn't leave the store. <laughs> Where did you find that? Um, can I say the, yeah, it rhymes with draft and it's a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> is that even like a chain outside of Washington? I think so. Yeah, is craft that? warehouse. Okay, so it's the warehouse with crafts in it. The wow. warehouse with crafts yeah. that's next to the place that I get my oil changed. There you go. 
<laughs> we're so interesting. Yeah. So yes, we do love the fidget toys. So good stuff. But, I mean, looking back, you know, it sounds like it wasn't super disruptive to you or to our family. But do you think you would do anything different or give like your younger selves any advice Mm. or any other parents any advice? Mm. Let's see. I don't know. For me, I don't know that I could give advice on that particular subject. I mean, I got a ton of parenting advice, but uh, (laughs) just ask me, I'll tell you. Well, let's let's have one. Just like one dad rule off the dome. The most, the most important parenting advice that I would give and something that we did that is, I believe one of the most important aspects of parenting is be consistent. Mom and dad have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. If mom says no, dad says no. The rules have to be the same with both parents. And a little Jordan story. She came across it early. And honestly, you'd get... Like every child, you don't get the answer you want from mom, you go to dad. And so we caught on to that pretty quick and we made a decision and literally you were like three and uh, <laughs> it's that. And uh, it's like, we will be consistent and agreed on, you know, and we had a lot of conversations of how should we handle this? How should we handle that? So mm-hmm. consistency yeah. between mom and dad, I believe is one of the most important aspects of parenting. Yeah, that's actually the best advice we've had on this podcast in its entire 25 episode run. <laughs> and have all matching bottles with your bottle feed. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the first most important thing because that comes sooner. But nothing is worse than getting your bottle put together at you know 2 a.m. and then you think you have all the right parts. And then when you tip it over, half of it pours out all over you and baby. Because you got so the wrong You have, just happened to have the wrong. the wrong lid. So yeah, that's number one. <laughs> uh, it's all exactly matching bottle parts. And then number two is uh, always be consistent. Between I mean, if it, if it makes you feel any better, I don't, as a baby, remember getting formula dumped on me, but you clearly do. So <laughs> I do that when I, whenever I talk to anybody who's having a baby and they, uh, if, uh, if I have a, a, and a chance to say so, I'll say, make sure you get all exactly the same balls because <laughs> if you get half Playtex and half doctor, what's yeah, his name? Then oh, yeah, gosh, you're, you're looking at 2 a.m. Yes. You know, you're trying yep. to, you can't see, you're looking through boxes of, you know, stuff, trying to get a matching lid and it's, yeah. Yep. It is. It's, it's a tragedy <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. What about you, Ma? Any advice? Just parenting in general, or are you talking about parenting you? Either or, whatever, <laughs> however the spirit moves. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I get. I think we have two amazing kids. They're incredible, and um, I don't think it was anything that we did right. I think it's you know the grace of God and who you guys are, and so I think the only thing that we did right was that we loved you with all our hearts every minute of every day, always and forever. And, you know, you can get through a lot of stuff if you're just together in it and love each other. And so I'm going to cry. <laughs> you can't make me cry on my own podcast. Mom. Yeah. Oh. So well, I love um, you too. we love you. And there's just a lot of love in our family. And like you said, I think that's the only thing we did right. No, we did. No, I, I don't agree with that. <laughs> you we don't. did several things right. But <laughs> Again, by the grace of God. And it's true. And that's something that belief I always had in my heart was 
as long as you have best intention for your kid, then you won't go wrong. And so that that's even if it's hard to do, you know, you kind of look at the situation and, and, you know, if we go this way or then that, you know, it's maybe now, it may be later, it's an investment in the future, really your parenting. So, you know, some things are hard to do some, you know, mm-hmm. being a, a parent and having to discipline your child is, is not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a necessity because it's an investment in the future. That was actually surprisingly wonderful. Insightful. No, I'm not surprised <laughs> that you have good insights. I'm just surprised mm-hmm. that I gave you full range to completely dunk on me and tell the entire internet embarrassing stories, and you didn't. Oh, we have them. We're waiting. We're we're, we're going to slide into those soon. We wanted everyone to know how much we love you <laughs> and how you. amazing you are. But yeah, we got the dirt. But yeah, we, we got have. the dirt on little Jordan. All and, right. Well, we yeah. might as well let those rip. Yeah. <laughs> but thank um, you. Thank you for the very good advice and for being good parents. I love you both yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, obviously being present, paying attention and... While we didn't see it, and it was never brought to our attention external, you know, externally from teachers or anything. Yeah, paying attention and being involved every day, and you know, we had we had dinner to, as a family together, you know, pretty much every night, and that was yeah. that was a, a, a mom rule there. Whether dinner tasted good or bad, we <laughs> ate it. I mean, it, it always tasted good. I don't. Yeah, so I don't have any complaints. You remember it. Yeah. <laughs> you had that going. Dad was coming in hot for breakfasts all the time. Like mm-hmm. we good. We good in our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's important. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people that's not. Uh, you know, it's hard for them to do. You know, mm-hmm. financially, possibly. Yeah. Um, the world we live in now, the the healthy food, the stuff that thought you know chemicals is the more expensive food, and people are are basically stuck eating processed foods. Which again, yeah, you can have investment there, and so hopefully that that something like that would be able to be changed. But yeah, I hope so too. We're fortunate to have a wonderful cook, your mom, and we're able to eat pretty healthy. Yeah, because it's. It, yeah. yeah, it's not it's not always easy to do or accessible to people, but yeah. I feel very, very lucky. Yes. Yeah, we, we are all blessed in our, our family life, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, so we do we have a list of some <laughs> some of our fond memories that we kind of wanted to share <laughs> with your audience because they need to know everything from, you know, baby Jordan, who just thought daddy was the funniest thing. And he had we have a video of you sitting on dad's lap and he's talking to you and you're giggling and <laughs> tell him what you were saying hun so it was uh 20 some years ago the salad shooter 25 was yeah. really a big i don't know if you remember the salad shooter oh my gosh vaguely so, <laughs> so it, what can it, you real reason, quick real quick for our audience can you briefly explain what a salad okay shooter so the is? salad shooter is basically a motorized grater that you could put a carrot or celery or whatever in Jeez. and it would uh-huh. uh, slice, dice, julienne fries type of stuff. And I'm just sold. basically you just push it down in there and it would shoot, you know, slice salad parts out into a bowl. And so their, their tag was salad shooter. <laughs> so whatever. So we're standing there you're, and you're literally like one or maybe two mm-hmm. and standing there on my lap holding hands and whenever I would say salad shooter, you would flop your head over against our hand to the right. 
What? <laughs> it, it, it was a, I don't, it was a, a different, definitely a different motor response to, <laughs> but it was to those specific words. To it's that, just that. in top 10 baby hacks. They don't tell yeah. you about in the hospital. Solid shooter and boom. Um, <laughs> it was the funniest thing. So maybe that was the first sign and we didn't get it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That'll be in textbooks now. And like the next DSM yeah. will be like, yeah, so. you know, early, yeah. early scanning for ADHD. Do they display the silent shooter response? Right. Silent shooter. There you go. It's a, it's a diagnostic tool. Yeah. Yeah. For ages from yeah. here on out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Amazing. Um, you want to share one? You wanted, oh, I was like, was that it? Was that the most joyful that was memory the, yeah. of my childhood? No, I just, After uh, that, we don't remember much. It was all yeah. blur. It was all downhill from one. Uh, there, Honestly, there are so many, you know, with your kids, there is literally a million mm-hmm. little moments that mm-hmm. um, are, are, you know, Etching in our, them. yeah, in our minds somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> deeper and, and deeper all the time. Um, <laughs> But literally, if you're present in your relationship with your kids, there's literally a million little moments that you catch and that are, are every one of them is precious. So um, we and we certainly had no no shortage of those. You always love dancing, you know, watching. And many parents will agree that if I there are certain Disney movies that if I ever had to watch again, I may um, <laughs> may crack. Uh, but but they had catchy music. So that was one of your favorite things to do was even at a, a really young age of two, maybe even three, of uh, putting on a, a fancy dress and dancing to uh, what was what was the I have, I have a mental block against it. <laughs> well, Cinderella it was Cinderella. What was the Aladdin? Aladdin, Aladdin. yeah, mm-hmm. and some we have some of the just actually the snippets of it was just the songs out of many different Disney movies, which mm-hmm. were kind of cool. But yeah, definitely spent many, many hours watching those and dancing to those. And even just your elaborate dancing to Mm -hmm. like classical music, dad would spin you around and you would, you would lay back (laughs) and, you know, I mean, it was, we have lots of home video of this. Um, Wonderful. We need to get those out because yeah, you loved to, you loved music and dance and um, classical music was probably your first favorite Mm -hmm. of music. And then um, we definitely got you into some rock. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, I, I don't want to dunk on anyone who's listening. I don't want to be a hipster about it. But I will say in the past couple of years, there's been kind of a Fleetwood Mac renaissance. And I feel like a lot of people my age are discovering them for the first time. And I've been so grateful that you guys started me on that early, even if I do still have a dent in my forehead from it. <laughs> from the speaker. No, we still have the speakers, by the way. Oh, yes. Um, no, I know. And honestly, I'm, I guess I can't lie. It's, I kind of judge people on their parenting by their children's musical tastes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Fleetwood Mac, some meatloaf, some mm. good old like Warrant and Whitesnake. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. So we started, we started you out, right? You, you like all the good classics and yep. Yep. You were always a big reader, like from, Mm -hmm. well, your first words, some of your first words were, you know, reading in books, we'd have books that you'd know that the word was happy or the word was whatever. And so, you know, you were reading very early and always, I mean, to this day, you love reading and throughout your life, it was, you know, reading anything you could get your hands on up to and including phone books, 
you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember doing that. I remember reading a lot of phone books and a lot of cookbooks. Yes. Do you remember mm-hmm. where you read the phone books? <laughs> Your favorite reading spot is a toddler. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna guess it was potty. Yes, yes. You, you kept all those readers' digests in there. What was I supposed to do? Yep, yep. Pick them <laughs> up and read them. Yep. And when you ran out of Reader's Digest, then the phone book will do just fine. Um, it yeah. sure did. <laughs> and as you got older and older, it was, come on, Jordan, put that book down and come to the dinner table. If I have to tell Never you really one really. more time to put that Never book really. down, you're going to be grounded from reading books. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold I, so I just need to press pause real fast for some clarification. I sat on the toilet and read phone books as one of my main hobbies as a kid, and you thought I was totally normal? Well, <laughs> Oh, no, we never thought you were normal. Yeah. We just thought you were just like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah no, that that definitely. So what what is that? Um, is that another one of those tests? Like, give your kid a phone book and see what they do with it. You know, some will sit on it, some will shoot it, some will rip it up, some will sit down and read it. Maybe. I, I think the hardest part will be finding a phone book. Right. Because they oh, just don't make them point. anymore. That is a good point. They really don't. It's a shame. They really... There's really nothing like phone book paper. It was the most, it was like the inkiest smelling paper that there is. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there was so much writing on them. There Name, was so, it's like address, all those dots, and then the phone number. It was like even better than newspaper smell. Phone book mm-hmm. smell. Mm-hmm. I stand by yep. that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you were definitely a big reader. Um, and then, you know, you started reading phone books. One of your first um, favorite TV series was Yan Can Cook. Mm-hmm. God bless you, Yan. Mm-hmm. Yep. You used to love that show. And, and as you grew older, you enjoyed the cooking shows. I think it was your maybe ninth or 10th birthday. Most of your gifts were measuring cups and kitchen towels and meat thermometers <laughs> and garlic presses and and things that most 10 year olds don't even know what to do with <laughs> but your your love of cooking and cookbooks and cooking shows um continued on do you remember the Alton Brown cookbooks oh yeah i still have that cookbook do you still have all of those like the old ones and the new and the newer ones i think i only had the two Oh, okay. And I, I might have lost the I'm just here for the food, but the baking one, I'm just here for more food. I have I have that on my bookshelf right outside my room right now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So Not you were listeners. definitely Not obsessed. Done. Yeah, with the cooking. <laughs> and for everyone listening, that is Jordan's first hyperfixation. So thank you for that. I don't lore. Some Jordan lore for you. Jordan Lore. Lord. Jordan Lore. Yep, Jordan I like Lord. it. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Lore. Yeah. Okay. Any any other ADHD moments from my childhood that you would like the internet to know? <laughs> um, I don't know if this is ADHD. A- that too. Right. ADHD. One of my funniest or fondest, both of ours, because we're both there. <laughs> funniest and fondest. So oh, no. uh, we uh, so when we lived on Adams and Barth. And we had, for whatever reason, Kentucky Fried Chicken. 
with the cake. The family meal. The family meal. With the cake. Mm -hmm. With the bunt cake. The bunt cake. And uh, Jordan, after watching Cinderella for the uh, 89,000th time, um, (laughs) was going to serve us cake and she did a wonderful job, but she literally came out of the kitchen with a plate on her head with cake on it and a plate in each hand. So as not to have to make two trips all the way back to that kitchen. That's a long way for a three-year-old, four-year-old. Did I drop the cake? No, you made it. It was impressive. I it boom still impressed to this day of the, <laughs> uh, the tact and talent it took to uh, to make that trip. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, as far as ADHD, you know, you know, uh, again, looking back, there were things that um, we looking back say, so, okay, I, we can see that we can see you know, where that concentration thing w- was lacking. But or the like, hyper fixation on things that you, right. you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, cooking or. But thankfully, you know, it, nothing that was that, you know, too detrimental from the, uh, on the exterior. And, you you know, you've addressed the issue and, and have got remedies for it and look at you go now. Well, thank you. I do remember, I, in retrospect, a big ADHD moment before the math class, before the cooking class of cleaning my room memory when I locked my door and shut it on the wrong side to get out of cleaning my room. I'm so sorry, you know, in, in retrospect, I don't know what I thought was going to happen there. I know that was not a good night for any of us. Well, the thing just- with, with being a kid is, you know, you were exploring boundaries, which kids do. You weren't afraid to think outside the box, you know. <laughs> that's I guess one that's way to look at it. That's that's a very diplomatic uh, retelling of that. Um, that I do, yeah, I do remember that. That was Dad remedied hi- that in a hurry. Hibiscus, right? Yeah. No, that yeah. was in the birch house. No, was that was that, no, that was hibiscus. Oh. But no, I swear it was the birch house because the birch house had that door in between my room and the bathroom that was right next mm-hmm. to my bedroom door and I locked both of them oh okay I'm pretty sure the one that uh anyways my memory is from the, the <laughs> you did it twice <laughs> apparently the hibiscus yeah. one might have just been an accident then <laughs> how old were you when we moved into the hibiscus house Ross Great. was four and five six seven eight would have been eight I was just starting. It was like the weekend before I started fourth grade. Yeah. And I yeah, went to scrapbook with your after. friend from work, mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, scrapbooking with Carrie. Yeah. yeah. Scrapbooking yeah. with Carrie. Yeah. You know, totally yeah, normal sure hobbies for a fourth grader, you know, crushing garlic yeah. and yeah. scrapbooking with my mom's work right. friends. Yeah. Um, well, there must have been a couple door incidents. and <laughs> Yeah, the one I was thinking of was it definitely happened in Hibiscus House. And we did have some kind put, of... Uh, funky doors that yeah. we ended up replacing all of those doorknobs. Mm. So maybe that was more. That one might've genuinely been an accident because I feel like I remember that happening very vividly at the Birch house. That's my story with. and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> we did do a lot of different things, let you explore a lot of different interests to kind of keep you busy. Remember you did, um, I think it was called Rainbows and Sunshine. It was like singing and dancing. Sunshine Generation. Sunshine Generation. Rainbows yes. and Sunshine was my preschool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember, I found the dead bird there. I don't remember the dead bird, but... Um, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Poor did, dead yeah. bird. Yeah. We buried it in a um, box. Anyways. So you did the singing and dancing. You tried ice skating. Do you remember ice skating lessons? I do. 
Yeah. Do you remember basketball? I do. Little Rascals. Some point. Yep. See, again, that looking at that particular basketball is like <laughs> the game's going on and Jordan's kind of walking up the, the court kind of. But it, we again, it was like, a, wow, she is really not interested in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I was very interested in the Capri Suns and the Cosmic Brownies afterwards. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the Cosmic Brownie. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I moved to Idaho, one of the first things I did was go to Winco and buy fruit snacks and cosmic brownies. And I think I ate the whole box in one sitting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you have the worst tummy ache? All that plastic in your tummy yeah. from fruit snacks? I didn't snacks? eat the plastic, mom. This was when I was in college. <laughs> fruit snacks are half plastic. <laughs> I got the Mott's ones. I you taught me how to eat, right? Oh, okay. Okay. The ones with yeah. fruit juice. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Not the Scooby Doo ones that are just like blue flavored as much as right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. So sorry. So was... I what, Dad? What were you saying? I did during basketball games. Uh, basically, yeah, you're into it for about the first. They weren't that long of games. I think they only had six or eight minute quarters. Um, and you were third grade. Yeah, third grade. So yeah, it was, you know, into it for a little bit, but then basically you're just kind of walking, you know, walking up and down the court, of dodging the ball. Too. So there's definitely uh, not much attention to that that game. Um, but again, you know, from the outside, it's like it, it was looking more look more like a interest thing, which there was like virtually none. Yeah, because like you know, the singing and dancing, you couldn't get enough of. Let's do it over and over again and again as much as we can. Let's Rain never all stop. dopamine out of that. Yeah, and tr still true to this day. Yeah, yeah, I, mm -hmm. I did go and get a theater degree yeah I did yeah. not join the basketball program yeah and swing dancing and vocal lessons and you know all the the singing and dancing thing has continued on for mm -hmm. yep yep mm -hmm. yep and music you've always loved music when you were young that was one of your first favorite things you know listening to music mm -hmm. and then playing music the first thing you did was the bells right were you gonna do drums? I think it was clarinet and then bells. Okay, clarinet and then bells and then saxophone. Mm -hmm. And then a little bit of piano and then back to vocal lessons. And yep. I'm incorrigible. Yep. You're both no, so brave. <laughs> those were your interests and it's like go out and check it out and see what you love. And that's definitely what you love. The basketball, not so much. Music, yeah. Go sports. <laughs> Do I the hope thing. both teams have your, fun. Go sports. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too funny. Do you remember the family dance parties when we'd be cleaning and we'd crank up the music and we'd oh, all yeah. be rocking out? And oh, dancing? yeah. No, that was, those are some of my, my favorite memories. Walking on sunshine, get some Hootie and the Blowfish in there. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, some yeah. Hootie. It's our kids right, baby. We did. We did. Yep. Music and clean. That's the only way to get you guys to clean house. Except that one that listens to country. <laughs> you know, not all country music is no, I'm just bad. Kidding. It's some, grown on me. Some of it, yeah. <laughs> I, we, we, Darius Rucker gets a pass. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Even if I did cry when, you know, he was no longer Hootie and the Blowfish. It was a blow. Yeah, but... Yep. 
So anyways, lots of fun memories. You were an active kid, but we loved every minute. And, you know, hopefully we didn't screw things up too bad. (laughs) You guys are wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing all of that and giving everyone kind of a peek, uh, a less typical ADHD parenting experience. Uh, Before we move on to the last part of the show, was there anything else you want to share? Stories, advice, dad jokes? Don't get me started on Jad's. I just thought of an awesome podcast. ADD. Go ahead. Dad jokes. ADD. You do yours every week? Every other. Every week? other. Yeah. Some people do every week. It's going to be your your weekly, twice every other week, dad joke yeah. segment. We do. We have had ADHD dad jokes, which are uh-huh. dad jokes about ADHD. But yeah, you are you a, know what, a real dad. So yeah, I am a real dad. You know, last week I. Uh, accidentally sprayed some deodorant in my mouth and the rest of that day i spoke with a weird accent <laughs> you want yeah you can bleep that whole part out if you want no that was beautiful did that, you come up with that all by yourself i did not no and it's better in print because you you get the accent you know a-x-e-s-c-e but, no you uh, delivered it, it. That's one of my favorite that's a good um, one that's a, a very yeah. good one we got a new drummer in church. Mm-hmm. He had twin daughters named Anna one, Anna two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, that's, I've been trying to carry the, the ADHD dad joke torch yeah. uh, because our podcast doesn't have a dad on it, but you're, you're really, really shining. These are incredible. Well, I appreciate that. I thank you. I, I'm happy to contribute. You know, <laughs> Mom, anything else from you? Um, no, I don't think so. Did I tell you that I love you? I love you too. And that I love amazing. you both. Oh. Stop! You too, you're not bro. allowed to make me cry on my old podcast. <laughs> okay, you're just amazing, and we love you. Oh, yeah, very proud of you, and yeah, all the things you've done and accomplished, and continue to excel in life. And so, well, I'm I'm very thankful that I had parents who love me lots and have helped me do that. I'm who I am because y'all raised me. So love you both. Thank you. We love you too. So the last part of the show, the way that Lex and I normally close it out is we bounce on over to the dopamine trampoline. Uh, And that is just a little snippet of something that is bringing you dopamine this week. Something that's making you happy, show that you've been enjoying, a game that you've been enjoying, or something you know, from the past that you were super interested in that made you really happy and you were super interested in. What have we been enjoying doing? Um, We did have a lovely day on, was it Saturday or Sunday? It was Saturday. Yeah. 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 Because we like to go wine tasting. Ooh, where'd you go? We're we're from wine country. Um, Mm. So first we went and had lunch at Bookwalter. Did you have that auto fries? We actually didn't. We didn't have avocado fries. I was trying to be good. I had fish tacos. Ooh, they were really good. And we had some, we just got a bottle of wine, but then we went and checked out KB. Oh, how was that? So, you know, it was good. And, uh, but my, my obsession is going to all the wineries in Washington, you know, in, in Mm -hmm. the vicinity. So Mm -hmm. Washington, Oregon, Idaho, whatever. And that one was on my list because I haven't been there. So it was good to um, get to experience that. Check another one off the list. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you like about Columbia Valley wines? I think that they are more what's uh, not really? right. Yeah, really. What's not what's not to like? Um, <laughs> I think they're bolder. They're they're more adventurous. They have definitely more structure, and I'm not going to diss any other states' wines, but you know, there's some states that are really popular for their wines, and I think we we have them beat. Rhymes with Lalasamornia. <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. And as our vineyards get older, the wine keep just keeps getting better. We still have 50 years to go before. As a, yeah, our vineyards age and the grapes get more concentrated, then the wine just keeps getting better and better. We have world-class wine. <laughs> we do. And I, I really want to drink some right now. You're inspiring me. <laughs> yes. In October, we will bring you some wine in October. Yes. Honestly, what one thing I have been enjoying doing a lot, although we haven't done that a lot lately, is hanging out with uh, our grandniece, who's just over a year old, and fun and playful, and reminds me a lot of uh, Jordan when she was young. <laughs> She's energetic and smart, and so that that honestly, that's one of my favorite things to do is hang out with her, and just kind of harkens you back to all the good times you had when <laughs> when, when your kids were small. And uh, I definitely see how grandparents are kind of wackadoodle when it comes to grandkids because you have it's a, <laughs> all the fun and none of the yeah, responsibility a, yeah there's a i don't know it's just a weird different uh, you're older you're not scared i mean mm. that honestly when you're a young parent a first-time parent you're typically it's scary you know i mean because you are you don't want to screw it up yeah no that's fair so, yeah you, you definitely you don't have that that trepidation that you would have as your kids. I, I had the benefit of having younger, when I was fairly young in my teens, having nieces and nephews. So I had spent a mm-hmm. fair, fair amount of time around children. So I wasn't as nervous as maybe some people would be, but not to have that, you know, oh, I better be careful, you know, just being able to be relaxed and mm-hmm. there for the fun. Yeah. You don't really have to worry about feeding and changing diapers. And you just, <laughs> just get to do the fun stuff all the play. <laughs> sugar them up and send them home. Yep. And she's at a fun age and we get to see her more than some of the others, you know, just because they have school and, you know, busy, whatever. So it is super fun to get to spend time with the little one-year-old. And I mean, the baby that's in the family, the little chunk, he's super cute. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. So he's fun too. And well, and I, they're all fun, right? You know, yeah. and the older ones are fun because you can go outside and play ball with them, or make cookies, or <clears throat> do whatever. You know, they're they're all fun at different ages. Yeah, oh, different well, ages and stages. Sounds really nice. Wine tasting, tossing some babies around, mm-hmm. 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 hanging out with the great nieces and nephews. It's the life. Yeah, that sounds really fun. This week. I partially, this really genuinely has brought me a lot of dopamine, but also to prove that you taught me well. I made chicken wraps for dinner this week. And I did uh, garlic naan for the wrap with chicken thighs that I slow cooked in falafel seasoning Mm. and lettuce from the farmer's market. And then for the sauce, I made homemade sun-dried tomato hummus. Wow, that's next level right there. Wow. There's so much hummus. It will probably still be here in October. Nice. I was going to say, can you make that when we come? Yeah, that sounds good. Lex is out of town. 
it's it's just me and the hummus. I think it's like growing in the fridge. Nice. I have like a whole recycled yogurt container of it. It's a horrifying what? amount of hummus, but <laughs> yeah. So those those chicken wraps have been my dopamine trampoline this week. But yes, I can make them when you come visit. <laughs> nice. Or well, freeze it. I think hummus would freeze. Does hummus freeze? I would think well, it yes, would. Well, yes, it does. You might you have to, you Everything know. Everything freezes. Does it thaw well? <laughs> well. <laughs> does it taste good when you're all done with that? Who knows? I feel like you would be the worst genie ever, Dad. Because people would be like, I want this hummus to freeze. And you'd be like, well, done. Uh, done. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's experience. You got to, sometimes you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all of the questions that I had for you. Thank you both so much for coming on the show. It's been a blast to have you. Well, thank you for having us. It's been a blast to be here. Yes, thank you. We love I'll, you. I love you too. Have a good night. You too. You too Jordan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love you, sweetheart. Love you. Bye. Bye. This has been Or Learn Parkour from Wholehearted Production Company. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Good Pods, and most other places cool people listen to podcasts. Special thanks to Crescia Perito for our cover art design. You can find her at Petalhop, that's P-E-T-A-L-H-O-P, on Instagram and Twitter and Etsy. Thanks also to Tom Rosenthal for our theme song, There's a Dark Place, off of the album Keep a Private Room Behind the Shop. You can follow us on the social meds at OrLearnParkour on Twitter, at WeRWPC on Instagram, and at WeRWPC.com. You can find links in our episode description to Kresha's work, to our music, to our social media, to our transcripts, all kinds of fun things in there. Check it out. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to hear more, don't forget to subscribe to this feed. Click that button now. I'll give you a second to do it. Okay. Done it? Cool. You can also support the show by sharing our show with a friend leaving us a review, or supporting us on Ko-Fi if you're able. The link to that is in our link tree, which you can find on our Twitter and our Instagram. I'm Jordan. This has been Or Learn Parkour. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks. Dance.